Welcome to Two Guys, A Girl and a Movie Podcast with Adam, Lee and Josie, your hosts, taking an analysis of some beloved movies, both blockbuster and lackluster. Grab a bowl of popcorn and see if their collective score and analysis matches your views. It's time for Two Guys, A Girl and a Movie Podcast. Hello and welcome to Two Guys, A Girl and a Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, I'm Adam. I'm Josie. I'm Lee. And we're coming to you today with a fresh perspective of Forrest Gump, absolute classic. And in this episode, we're going to go over a whole bunch of basic points and give it a collective score. And that total score will then determine uh, what kind of a recommendation our charming little chat group is going to give it. And Forrest Gump, Lee, run us through it. Uh, so this 1994 film uh, depicts the presidencies, the presidencies of Kennedy and Johnson, the Vietnam War, the Watergate sick scandal, and other historical events unfold from the perspective of an Alabama man with an IQ of 75 whose only desire is to be reunited with his childhood sweetheart. Aww. Yeah, when you read it like that, it sounds nice. (laughs) So before we get too deep in uh, Lee's uh, remarks there, relationship with the film, Lee, how did you first uh, come across Forrest Gump? Look, it's an iconic film from 1994, right? I was eight at the time, so I probably wasn't old enough to understand the the proper, I guess, connotations behind it back in the day. Are you saying you're not a smart man, but you knew what love is? (laughs) I always know what love is, Adam. I want you to show me. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't, please. I There's a little foreign reference for everyone. Never, ever, ever show me what love is like. <laughs> anyway, continue. Um, but obviously, look, it's an iconic film that I've obviously watched growing up. Um, and it's a, a movie that I find myself returning to on a regular basis. I actually found that when I put the movie on to, uh, to do this review uh, recently, um, I found myself quoting probably 95% of it. Um, which I have the ability to be able to do for most movies anyway, but this one specifically just sticks with me. Josie May. Yeah, well, I'm trying to remember the first time I watched it. I think I watched it with my dad. It came out when I was two, so I definitely didn't watch it in cinemas, but I definitely remember watching it when I, I grew up, and I'm pretty sure I saw it with my dad. And I think I saw it a little bit too young, and it didn't scar me, but when I went to watch it again, I was not excited like I really had to force myself to watch it because I don't know there was something in the back of my head going I really don't want to watch this I don't I don't know why I don't know what made me do it I just think I must have seen it a little bit too young when I first watched it but um, my views definitely changed when I watched it this time so you grew to love it yeah definitely interesting I know that's interesting that your uh, viewpoint changed I know who am I there you Adam. go. Adam, what uh, are you thinking? Yeah, so I was in high school when it came, like early high school, 94, I was in year eight. Um, and it was, I remember it being a big deal at the time. It was around the times when movies started getting big Oscar buzz before they even were released. Um, and I think, I can't remember if I saw it like an advanced screening or not, because my mum used to get lots of free advanced screening things because she worked at the newspaper. But um, I saw it early on when it uh, had just been released and I thought it was fantastic. And it wasn't the sort of shit that like a, you know, 13-year-old Adam was into, you know, Mm. these sort of dramatic sort of movies. I was into all like, you know, action movies, violence, horror movies. and You watched a lot of porn when you were younger, (laughs) didn't you? (laughs) He was trying to be respectful and professional at this time. Define a lot. Um, (laughs) But no, I, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. It was really, enjoyable like as much as it is kind of like a drama and I guess mildly soppy in parts it's funny it's endearing it's heartwarming it's kind of even thrilling in parts it kind of had a little bit of uh, everything in it and I guess it was worthy of all the awards that it won and it won yeah I was I was thinking about this when I was watching it I was like surely 
both Tom Hanks and the movie won a lot of awards when it came out. I I don't much know much about it because I was so young. It won six Oscars, including Best Picture and wow. Best Actor and Best Director. And interestingly so, enough, just on that, it actually beat out Pulp Fiction for Best Film of the Year. Really? And, uh, wow, that, that kind of says something, doesn't this it? This was the same year that The Shawshank Redemption also came out. Oh, yes, ninety four. That's big an interesting year. movie to talk about. Some at another time, I reckon, because that movie specifically, it's actually very well known that it wasn't. It was actually a box office bomb. I saw that at advanced screenings. Well, oh. I guess yeah. you were one of the people that helped with the box office numbers. Then, yeah. <laughs> the only the main reason why I went and saw that one is because it was written by Stephen King, and I was a big horror fan. But that's completely beside this point. Um, we're talking about Forrest Gump. This is a movie that is so ridiculously iconic. Like Lee said, very quotable. Yes. Uh, this was getting quoted in the schoolyard, in the offices, I'm sure, if you were working at that time. just And even to this day, I think people still quote it. I feel you can't uh, meet someone called Jenny without uh, you know saying it the way that Forrest does. It's just so iconic that you just... Well, as soon as you meet a Jenny, you're like, hold it in. Don't say it. Don't do it. Well, the name Jenny for me has been ruined mainly because of Forrest Gump, but also as a little bit of a sidebar. So your unborn child will not be called Jenny? No. Okay, um, just but checking. No, but mainly because of, um, mainly because of the castle. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's, yeah. There's a part of it where she's like Jenny Jenny or microwave Jenny, and that's just ruined me. Oh, I just yeah. feel sorry for Jennies in general now. Right? Yeah, that's, that's why. Yeah, just stay away from Jennies. Okay. Should have told me that years ago. I have an ex-girlfriend named Jenny. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and when we when we when we actually outed the fact that we were seeing each other, we did a uh, dub smash. If you remember those of the scene of uh, Forrest Gump. Really? Yep. We did the. Uh, um, why are you so good to me? Oh, You're my God. girl. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. always be your girl. Uh, yeah, so oh, wow. corny as shit. But then when I was like, oh, I get it. Her name's Jenny and you're a dumbass. <laughs> so like, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, first lot of the categories that we take a look at in this show is the basic casting. And, Loved uh, it. Not too bad. Not as many heavy hitters as you may think, but obviously Tom Hanks in the lead role, one best yes. actor, absolutely slays but I it. I feel like there was lots of people that I was like, oh my God, I totally forgot you were in it. Like Sally Field. Totally forgot that yeah, she was mum. Forrest's mum, yeah. Um, look, my personal opinion about the casting, it was uh, pinnacle casting as far as I'm concerned. Mm. The only uh, – I'm going to probably chuck out an, a, uh, an unpopular opinion, but oh, here we go. the only exception to the rule – and I honestly don't think that anybody could have been recast and done it better. Yeah. Except – you're going to say Jenny, aren't you? For Jenny. There it is. I knew you were going to say it. You don't think Robin Robin Wright was a good Jenny? She was a great Jenny, but I just feel like that particular character could have been done by anybody. Yeah. I mean, she was meant to be like the girl next door, literally. Yeah, I understand that, but I honestly think that you could have given that role to Sandra Bullock and she would have done it, She would have done as good as, if not a better job. No, I think she was too young. Well, no, I'm using it as an example. Yeah, okay, fair. Uh, Gary Sinise got himself a Best Supporting Oscar nomination. Didn't win it, though. Oh, uh, we, we down with the Lieutenant Dan here? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Is it, it. And not to, not to jump on the, uh, the fun fact stuff about it, but it's also the only nod that he's ever received. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, actually, no, we'll save that for a little... Uh, Interesting facts after it. Uh, of course, uh, launched the career of Haley Joel Osment, who plays Little Forrest uh, at the end. And I made the joke before that his eyes haven't grown since. But the rest of him has, though. The rest of him has. Uh, oh, of course, oh he went What year was Six Cents? Oh, uh, no, that 99, was, I think. Yeah, that was definitely a couple of years later. Yeah, so it was a solid jump between it. But he also, uh, he had quite a run in his younger days. Um 99, you're right. 99, I was right. Yeah, so what? that was five years after this, and that was a huge part for him. That's when he really came forth, and after that there was um, AI, 
and um and a few of the others that he did. And he's actually, he's, he's, I think he's had quite a quite a decent sort of run in the later years as yeah, well. Yeah, he sort of fell off the bandwagon a little bit, but I think it was by choice. I don't doubt. Um, I think he decided that he actually. I, I don't don't quote me on this, and I've got nothing to back this up, but I'm pretty sure that he actually decided that he wanted to take a break from acting. But talk about child childhood prodigies. Yeah, dude, dude does an amazing job. Not in just, I mean, he's he's just a little kid in this, but uh, yeah. some of his other work, like in uh, some of the other stuff he did, he's fantastic. Uh, taking a look at basic score and soundtrack, I would say the score, not too bad. The soundtrack is absolutely fucking bummer. I loved the soundtrack. It was just like banger after banger. I was like, oh, I totally forgot about this song. Like A lot of needle drops. Loved it. Lee? Yeah, sorry, I'm just looking at my own notes about the uh, the soundtrack. To be honest with you, I actually don't think the soundtrack could have been better. It's uh, It was one of the rarities because uh, back in those days when you had CDs and albums and such that you would buy, the Forrest Gump soundtrack was a double CD or a double album. Yeah, it makes really? sense. That many songs in it. There's three songs double by the flipper. Doors, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, what I loved about it was is that the obviously the movie uh, progresses through time and yeah. the soundtrack I love worked that. with it. Yeah, definitely. All right, so let's just – I've got a real quick little list. There's Fortunate Son, which I think Creedence Ooh. got heavily heavily used in a lot of movies after that, not so much as much before. Oh, it. look, I mean, that's a pretty reasonably iconic song that's going to be used in basically any kind of war film. And obviously the, the setting in the Vietnam War, it meant that it was going to be in there. It's almost like, oh, look, there's going to be a war film. It's going to have – CCR in it. Uh, there's uh, obviously Hound Dog by Elvis. Uh, Sloop John B. Love the Beach Boys. All Along the Watchtower. Absolute classic Hendrix. California Dreaming. Uh, great song by the Mamas and Papas. You've got Amazing. Hello I Love You, Break On Through, and People Are Strange all by The Doors. Three Doors songs on one soundtrack. Wow, someone loves The Doors. That's, that's nuts. Yeah, Robert Zemeckis, the director. We should have uh, mentioned that at the start of the uh, synopsis, I guess. Uh, also Freebirds in there, just in case you needed another absolute belter. That's their best song as far as I'm concerned. Freebird? Yep. Is it even a discussion? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you guys have an opinion about it, but for Dude, me, Freebird's incredible. It's their it's their best song, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I'm for it. All right, basic plot and story is our next main point we touch on on this podcast, and the basic story it's it's just a uh, I guess a a, uh, a simple kid's life and growing up around yeah. crazy times and basic. But the other side of it is that he does almost everything imaginable. <laughs> How do, you, how do you pin it down? Yeah. You can't really. Look, I think the concept of it, and I really like the concept of it because all it is is really just some real simple guy just happens to be at the right place at the right time with all of these important things that are happening at the time. Um, and as a movie, uh, obviously as, as a comparison to the book, but as a movie, it's very, very visually pleasing because you get to see all these important things yeah. that happen you know, throughout history and he just happens to be a part of it. I loved how they kept putting him, you know, in those old old videos, you know, um, right at the start when he's in the crowd and he does his, like, awkward, like, look to see what's happening with this, like, historical moment. I loved how they did that. It was so good. Yeah, and he obviously meets a couple of presidents. Yeah, he's presidents. He's on, uh, on, the, on the talk show with John Lennon and yeah, things like that. Amazing. Obviously, Elvis, Elvis stays, at stays his house. there. Um, voiced by Kurt Russell. Oh, really? Yes. yes, and I'll save my gushing about Kurt Russell until we do a movie where he has a proper starring role because I absolutely <laughs> love that man. Um, I think Josie will be absent when Adam and I do Tombstone. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so, sick that day. Buddy. I think you'd like Tombstone. I don't 
Or maybe we should just do a Kurt Russell like Alapalooza where it's just all just Kurt Russell movies. We've kicked around the story of doing like a possible guest spot. I know just the person who joined us for that one. But oh, nonetheless, um, yeah, it's really cool how you it's, – it's almost a little too convenient, almost like, hey, this guy pops – how the fuck is he How everywhere? does he do everything? And what's the space of time this movie is – is it meant to be over 10 years, like all of the 70s? Is that what they're going no, it's, for? No, it's all – it's across the, from the 60s, 70s, 80s, the 90s, yeah. and then right yeah. up to the end, it's in the 90s. Well, yeah. he just still seems – well, you know, he can't change his actual age, but they didn't even try to make him look older and when he's telling the story. He looks exactly yeah. the same yeah, when as he did when he went to war and when, you know, he's playing ping pong and things like that. He just yeah. – I was just wondering, like, how they, they were trying to space it out, really. In the early days when he's in college and Jenny makes him splooge up until when he's <laughs> like, she's gone and he's got a kid and he's an old dad and he's like – Looks exactly the same. Yeah, he do, that's that's a fair point. They, he doesn't even change his haircut. No. Just on that, do you reckon when Jenny invites him to her bed, do you reckon that he had the same kind of uh, – premature accident or do you reckon he really just drove it home i never gave it that much thought lee but yeah, it says a lot it's, about you it's not in the head well I, I've, i'm not thinking about it. i'm thinking about it now that's why i'm asking the question it's obviously a very would you question. like some alone time lee should we should show oh, you know, step boy. outside i'm yeah. gonna go on to um, a better subject here <laughs> excuse me um, me and forrest gump together oh just leave me alone with forrest God. gump forrest um, hump do you guys know what's the significance of the feather is there more behind that you know it starts off with the feather it ends with the feather I actually, I've never looked into that or, or figured that out either. No, I, I know, I don't think there's any, uh, I don't think there's any specific meaning to it. Per se, I could be wrong about that, but I think um, there's definitely um, some. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, there's definitely uh, some symbolism. Yeah, or something yeah, of that's it. a good word. Like, obviously, you know, it's important to him, and you know, that sort of starts at the beginning of the movie. But I really like the fact that it leaves the book at the end when he gives Curious George to his son. Yeah, his it's son's like reading bookends. It. Yeah, and then the, the feather flies away, and I think it's almost uh, it's almost fitting. Mm. And it's so really forest is just a feather flowing through life well, in I was these thinking, ages well, yeah. and times. I was like, is it like American Beauty, where the you know plastic bag like represents something, or? Oh, yeah, maybe, but I think also sort of uh, similar to uh, American Beauty where, you know, I guess it's a, it's a beautiful thing. I don't actually think that it needs to mean anything, if that makes sense. Like, it's a really nice way to start the introduction and it's a really yeah. lovely way to finish it, but I don't think there's anything really... Behind it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they also saved that bench and uh, put it away so it wouldn't get well, destroyed. Well, I was going to um, tell you this later. I actually recently went to that exact spot when I was in Savannah. No shit. But they, as you just said, they um, had to take the bench away because it was just getting too popular and it was driving people in Savannah crazy. But the actual park itself in the background is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, right. Is yeah. it called like Forest Gump Park? No, de- no, it's um I'm trying to remember what it's called. Did I'm a really bad the, tourist. Sorry, did you catch the number 9? <laughs> I did not catch the number <laughs> 9 and I didn't catch a feather either. Oh. Well, that's the thing. Forrest Gump or Tom Hanks uh, is pretty much the narrator of the movie as well as being the main star. He sort of tells the story. It starts off with him talking to uh, patrons waiting for the bus. I yes. like that little at least for the first three quarters of the movie how people are like sort of coming and going coming and like and going I, lo- I love the it. old lady. It's kind of like I'll catch the next bus. Yeah, you know? like, oh, it's just, so sweet. It's, it's very sweet, which um, is really nice. And then he basically just punches them in the face by saying, "Oh, I'm going to run off now and let's yes, leave you see there." Bye. Literally yeah. like five minutes after yeah. she said, "Oh, I'm not going to catch my bus." That is true. Um, so basically, I think we're on the same page that the uh, that the basic story is very good. Mm. Um, th- we okay. Notable scenes. Um, Josie, what what are your favorite scenes uh, in the movies? 
Just give us give us one and we'll, we'll do a couple of rounds. It's very simple and honestly about two seconds, but it's one of my favourite memes and I use it so often. It's Forrest waving on the boat. Like when he sees Lieutenant Dan and he jumps off and he like does the massive wave. Like I love using that, but and then, the, then the, seeing the boat just crash behind yeah. is uh, one of my favourites. That's on my list. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of the entirety of the, uh, I know I guess it's more than just the scene, but um, all the Vietnam stuff, I really dig. Um, I love the him and him and Bubba relationship. Oh, Bubba. Um, yeah, Bubba's such a sweetheart. They're just like kindred spirits and like you really feel it. But even oh, like yeah. the even the, like the Lieutenant Dan being like, just he's just a prick uh, yeah. for a majority of the movie, but him in Vietnam doing all this thing and like also Forrest saving it, just a really good little section of the movie. Um, just watching those scenes with Bubba, listing all the shrimp just as a teacher i my patience was so thin just him <laughs> listing it continuously i was like i don't know how forrest is doing it because i love I, the way that they did that especially oh. considering that obviously there weren't any pauses but you've got to assume that there was obviously time between each yes, take yes. so obviously days are going past right and, and he's not necessarily still talking hours, about and he's it still talking and about they it keep changing the scene as yeah that's do. amazing absolutely amazing uh, other favorite scenes um, it's hard because I, I like a lot of the movie, so not... Um, yeah, the whole movie's a favourite scene. Yeah, like, as I said at the start, I, I wasn't looking forward to watching Forrest, and then it was such a big surprise that I was engaged the whole way that, you know, the, there's nothing major that I go, oh, I loved that scene. But I do have a scene that I absolutely hated, um, and it was the principal scene. Whole, oh yeah, like the um, where he's Forrest like mom. your your mama sure does care about your school. Oh, boy. I yeah. I hated that scene so much. It just made me feel so uncomfortable. Like from the interview to him walking out, I hated that part of the movie. But it is important though because then Forrest understands or learns what vacation means. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. Oh. Um, I I like all the shrimp stuff as well. Um, I the like bits and pieces. Like if we're talking notable scenes as well, I don't like the running scene. I don't like the the three years running. Yeah. I feel you could. T- completely leave that out and while we're saying notable they don't need to be notable in a good way I feel yeah. that's, a, that's a one part of the movie that everyone will be kind of like you know what could have done without I've actually yeah. been there as well on my travels what you've ran for three years no but where he stops and he's like I don't want to run no more Josie got Tom Hanks' brother to do the running for, <laughs> for yes, as well. yes I did as I was on a bus next to him but yeah where he stopped there that was a very beautiful scenery um, I've actually got two scenes that haven't been mentioned yeah go for it man uh, the Lieutenant Dan New Year's Eve party where the oh. two girls come back. Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, that's a, 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 a great scene for me because it sort of – it really drives home the whole synopsis of the movie, especially sort of where it's at at the moment with obviously, you know, them screaming at him that he's stupid and whatnot mm. and him saying, you know, he didn't like being called stupid. It sort of really – for me, it sort of really, I guess, emphasised what this whole movie is all about. Yeah, definitely. Um, it also shows Forrest's own, um, like – knowledge of his own i guess um identity yeah like it's like when jenny talks to him about little forest and he's like oh is he smart or oh, is he like me yeah, like, that, you know, that broke my heart he's aware, he's aware of what he's like and what, yeah. he, what he wants and what he loves yeah, he's, well, he's heard it continuously throughout his years like he's you know he is not the brightest tool in the show but you know I'd also like to point out and i know that we're going to talk about iconic lines but uh it's also got one of the greatest lines of all time, uh, as far as as far as quotable lines of Forrest Gump is I've concerned, I have no idea where this is going. What oh, do you got, no. Lee? She tastes like cigarettes. Is <laughs> one of the greatest <laughs> yeah. lines ever. Oh, bless. Him. Also, like just Lieutenant Dan just being like, obviously the guy's been through like literal hell and back, just sitting there with all the confetti in his hair, just oh, looking I like he just that. wants out. Like so good. Gary Sinise is great in that. Yeah, there's a lot of like you said, there is a lot of memorable scenes in this uh, movie, and um, 
Yeah, it's, it's pretty fantastic. I have got one more, and this will make Adam laugh, but not for the reason – that's not the reason that I did put it in there. Um, the integration scene at college. Yeah. But it's not the raccoon scene, although that raccoon scene is very, very good. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that, that's Not great. the raccoon scene, but the, the one that I really <laughs> like, obviously, uh, just going back on what Josie said, I've actually, I agree with Josie. I've got three best scenes on here, and Josie's already picked one when Lieutenant Dan actually joins Forrest uh, on the shrimp boat, like when they meet up originally. Mm. But that wave that he does is just so, so iconic. So iconic. Right? But the other wave, there's another wave that he does, and I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but just after the integration, sh- integration scene, there's a shower scene and he's coming out of the shower and the, the coaches are like that's forest yeah and they're like no he's not it's not and they're like "This sure as hell is and then he walks out of the shower scratching his nuts and then he just does this little wave <laughs> and walks off just kills me just slays uh, me honestly tom hanks is so good like, I, I feel like we didn't talk about it enough before but he he's got to be up there with the goats of acting right oh he just pulls it off so well like even just how he walks and just all of his little mannerisms and things like that he just nails it like the whole movie so good and he's, he's done it so many times as well like, there's so many movies where he's done these performances that are just so incredible like I just think I also think that this movie sort of cemented him and really paved the way for the uh, for him being sort of the the nice guy of Hollywood as well. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Forrest is such a likable guy. Like you said about the integration scene, where he's like just so sort of innocently thinking about it that he thinks that someone's talking about raccoons and he like helps the woman with her book and just oh. he just had this really sweet nature and that and like I don't know he seems like everyone's like lovable neighbor or whatever Tom Hanks or like even Forrest Gump. You know what I mean? Like it's he's beautiful. You gotta, you gotta love it. Like yeah, it's 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 really good. Um, okay, you're talking about uh, notable quotes. Um, actually, no. First, we'll just go with um, general. Um, what was the, what was the word we use? Uh, Attraction. Uh, appeal. 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 That's it. Appeal. Um, as I said from the start until now, I was not looking forward to it. Now I love it. I get what everyone's coming from, and I'm all for it. It's an interesting perspective. Like. Yeah, like going from oh, I cannot be bothered watching this to I am glued to my TV. I am loving this. He's just so lovely and warm and hearted, and there's like a lot of dark content in the story, but they lighten it up with the humor of Forrest. And you know, there's a lot of racism and politics and war and everything, and they somehow make it an easy watch. And they lighten it up a bit. Yeah. Well, they, they touch on like po- post-Vietnam War life and stuff for like him exactly. and him Dan, like the New Year's. You got like, like him also like telling Jenny's grave about little forest and stuff. Oh, just, oh, stop just it. Christ, it pulls at the heartstrings. And he's not allowed to read the letter. Oh. <sighs> He's so good. I definitely would have read that letter, a hundred percent. But like, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's 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 it's. I think you'd be hard pressed to find people that this doesn't sort of touch in one way or another. But it's just interesting hearing your perspective, Josie. The fact that uh, people's opinions of movies are often based upon their initial yeah watch of it, and uh, to see it initially and be kind of like, mm, no, nah, not this. And then so you grow up and you're like, oh, man, this is like a masterpiece. Yeah, my um, eyes are now open to the Forrest Gump world. Yeah, I mean, Robert Zemeckis is an incredible movie maker and I I'm agree. sure we'll end up covering more of his movies as we go down the line. But, um, yeah, fantastic movie. I, I There's not a lot of this movie I can fault. The fact that I point out that one scene that goes for a couple of minutes. Mm. Um, yeah, I'd say it's pretty damn flawless. What about yourself, Lee? Uh, look, the basic appeal for me, um, it's interesting actually because we live in an era where – uh, gifs or gifs or however way you say it is obviously incredibly prevalent and I'm the kind of guy that if I see uh, something that sort of reminds me of something else I need to listen to or I need to watch it right and it's interesting because Forrest Gump is one of those things where if I see a Forrest Gump gif I need to go and watch the movie 
I've seen oh. the movie a million times, mm. but if I see the GIF... I need re- to stop sending it to you. It then. reminds <laughs> me of the movie, and now all of a sudden I have this itch to watch it. And it's a movie that I've seen and I can almost quote to death. Um, but it doesn't matter because it sort of really drives it home for me. Yeah. Um, and it's as good as the first time I've watched it. The movie also feels almost like a mixtape. Like there's so many little yes. pockets of the yeah. movie, the way it moves along that like say, I don't know, if you're flipping channels and all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's, you know, he's playing ping pong in China, you know, like, oh shit, all right, cool, I'll, you know, watch this bit or whatever. It's almost like segmented into all these uh, little parts. That's actually a really good way of putting it because I think that I also pay attention to certain aspects of it more than others. Yeah. Depending on when I'm watching it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, okay. I like that. I like the way that you put that. Mate, I'm more than just a pretty face. Look, we just agreed on something. Oh, how Whoa. Would have thought. Um, Calm it down. <laughs> notable quotes or favourite quotes of the uh, movies. There are many. Let's try and try and hit the big ones. Straight away, Jenny. Just Janay is my favourite. I love it so much. I'm glad we got this far with uh, until someone – we got over 24 minutes into the podcast yes. before. And I got to do it. it. Yeah, well, I needed to get in there before Lee does like a 1,000, so I you thought know, I'd do the actually, pinnacle one. The Jenny didn't actually even make – didn't even crack You're my list. You're kidding. Didn't even crack my list. No, what's, what's top of your list? Top of my list is something bit me. Oh yeah, just the, the way that he yeah. did that. The way that <laughs> he did that when he got me. when he got shot in the backside, yeah. and he just screamed out something bit me. It was so good. <laughs> that is so no, not I'm, obvious. I'm for it though. I'm for Dude, it. Life is like a box of chocolates is probably one of the biggest quotable lines of the entire it is, movie. It yep. is. It ended the trailer in the original trailer when it came out. It was life. Mum mm. always said life is like a box yeah, of chocolates. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get. Um, stupid is what stupid does. Yep. Yeah. Like, massive. People would say that in everyday life, yep. like afterwards going forward. I also feel run forest run. Uh, I guess I was Huge. a different age to you guys, but like if we were sitting in the courtyard eating our lunch and someone just went piss bolting through the courtyard, there'd always be some dickhead to be like, oh. run forest run. No, I'm still that person. You still like, do it? On duty at school, if I see a kid running, I'll, I'll still say it. They don't understand it, but I get it. So kids absolutely give it, it. give it socks. You get a throw oh, yeah. run forest run. See, for I agree it. with those, uh, with those um, lines that you've chucked out and they are iconic and I'm definitely agreeing with everything you, you said. Same with me in the schoolyard. I agree. It's definitely something that they got dropped at school but interestingly enough none of them made my list Ooh. interesting All right. none, of, none of them made let my us list. hear it let's go um, I cut that grass for free is one of the greatest oh. lines ever in that film <laughs> after, after he's just basically told everyone what he's up to and he's a God- godzillionaire and whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. and then he just finishes the sentence with I cut that grass for free that is so good I love it when he takes Bubba's parents like the money and stuff oh, and, and she faints <laughs> oh. <laughs> so good um, uh, what else you got Lee? Uh, I got magic legs Oh, yeah. when when uh, when Lieutenant Dan obviously rocks up and he's got legs finally, and he, he just the way that uh, the way that Tom Hanks just does it, like the 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 feeling that he puts behind it, yeah, where he's like explaining how what his legs are made out of, and then Forrest doesn't understand any of it, yes. but all he realizes is that he's now just got magic legs. That also reminds me of the scene where they're in the hospital and Lieutenant Dan's like. Um, do you know, like, what does he say? He's like, do you, I bet you don't even know what it feels like to not um, have legs or like legs that don't work or something. Oh, and he's yeah, just yeah. like, actually I do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh. Mm. Um, I've got more. Do you want more? Yeah, give us another couple. All right. All right. Uh, he got a daddy named Forrest too. Yeah, that's... It's mm. such a simple line, but it's such an amazing line. Because that whole scene, though. It is, but that line specifically, just it's just it tops it for yeah. me. Because, I mean, it, it, also, it also goes to show that he's, he's super innocent, but he's 
still obviously not bright after all this, right? And he's just not picking up on the social cues that, yes. you know, Jenny's trying to drop on him. Yeah, he's legit, whereas you'd say to take the piss. What was that? <laughs> you heard me. You're going to be a dad too, so, you know, that's... Uh, I would never do something like that. Mini yeah. Lee. Um, all right. Uh, I've got two more. Okay. Uh, I've got two more. Here we uh, go. Sometimes there just aren't enough rocks. Oh, uh, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. terrific. Wait, when's that? When Jenny's throwing her shoes and the rocks at, at her <laughs> old house. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, his, yeah. he finishes the line with just sometimes there just aren't enough rocks. And for something, look, for me, it's a very iconic, it's very iconic because obviously it's a very dramatic part of the film. Yes. Because obviously Jenny's going through some pretty serious trauma, right? Mm-hmm. And she's reliving it because she's going to see her old house. But it's just such a simple line. It's almost such a naive line. But it, it's almost said like it's a joke. But it's not a joke, and I think that's part of the reason why I appreciate uh, it so I much. As I said, they 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 make the dark moments yeah. that little bit lighter with those simple oh, things. That 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 line just kills me. And finally, and I'm going to finish with this one specifically. My name is Forrest Gump. People call me Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the reason yeah. why that's, that's in, actually a good one. The reason why I'm chucking that one in there, and the reason why I'm chucking it in last, because there's also a fun fact about that particular line. Here we go. It was ad libbed. Oh. It wasn't part of the script. Oh. So apparently Tom Hanks literally just dropped it in out of nowhere and Zemeckis loved it so much. He's like, yes, that's the line. And it's so iconic now. It no, really should. is. Well, it's funny you should say that because our next part that we take a look at after the uh, just the, the the regular categories we do is the uh, miscellaneous random fun facts. This is Lee's area. Uh, I got a couple to throw in as well. What do you What do you got? We we can't be here all night, so. Oh, uh, look, I won't I won't spend too much time on this. Um, I love the fact that this this is a bit of a random fact, but Hanks actually copied his accent off Young Forrest Gump, the actor. So oh. Michael Connor Humphreys, the guy that played the Young Forrest Gump, uh, he was hired specifically, and he was supposed to copy. Originally was supposed to copy uh, older Forest, but it actually went the other way just because of his accent was so good. He was always going to have a southern accent. Though, yeah, right? that's yeah. right. But the, uh, the the accent that Michael Connor Humphreys actually has was so good and so iconic that it actually went the other way. Where Tom Hanks is like, "No, nah, I'm going to copy that instead. I'm actually going to go the other way." All right. You got any fun facts, Joyce? No, I've got nothing. I was just, as I said, I wrote, wrote down that I've been to a couple of the places, but I want to know um, how much money, like who does the money go to with the Forest, uh, not the Forest Gump, the um, Bubba Gump restaurants that came from this movie? Yeah, that's true. That's actually one hell of a I would love to, really, I would really love to know question. that fact. That's right. something I thought Lee, of. You Google because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. Um, one interesting fact, which I'm sure a lot of people know now because it's not really a secret or anything, but after this movie, uh, Gary Sinise, the actor, of course, playing Lieutenant Dan, the guy who loses his leg, he goes and visits a lot of um, like war veterans who have lost oh. lost like limbs in, in battle and in different wars and oh, stuff so like that. Of him. He's also started up a charity raising funds for these people and does a lot of charity work for people. There's a particular term for it that uh, you'll have to forgive me for, for not getting it correct but yeah he uh, spends a lot of time uh, doing a lot of charity work for um I guess uh, wounded uh, war veterans and mm. the like and he's even won awards for his work in doing that and it's all because of this movie and he oh, so he hung out with people to get re- prepare for the role yeah. and it had Method that much acting. of a, yeah it had that much of an effect on him that he went out and then started doing this after the fact and um yeah uh, also makes me think just what a cracking bloke that's so lovely. That's so sweet. Did you mention the Jets? The Jets? Yeah, he's got like a whole fleet of Jets. Gary Sinise does? Yeah, yeah, for his foundation specifically so he can fly people around to fly people around for like medical reasons and stuff like that as part of the, as part of the uh, uh, that foundation. I did not mention that, but that is awesome. Yeah. 
Josie, to answer your question. Yes. So um, the owner is actually a guy called um, uh, Landry. Okay. Landry's is a hospitality company. Uh, and the way that it works is Landry's makes the money from Bubba Gump, but mm-hmm. Landry's pays Paramount Paramount Pictures for the, uh, the rights. Oh, okay. The there rights. you go. Yeah, I was just thinking about it because when, you know, he was talking about the Bubba Gump um, restaurants and things like that and the you know the um, hats and all of the things that they had I was like well they're actually real restaurants like all around America and things like that like how, yeah, did, how like, did that happen how did yeah there was like 60 I think there was like 60 locations at one time yeah the, I think the one in Bali is still going right? oh yeah, yeah I is. Forget. there's yeah, the Bali there one last, as well yeah. I've never actually eaten at one I've been past a few of them but I've never actually gone I, I've eaten. taken the photo in the shoes and the <laughs> on the bench and things like that I've eaten at the one in Bali and the menu's um pretty simple was that the time you got barley belly or no no no, that's, no, look, we all got Bali Belly on that <laughs> trip. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one went unscathed. <laughs> yeah. All right, special mentions. Are you ready? Okay. Well, I love got. the fact that you dropped in Kurt Russell to the voice of Elvis because that's obviously important. Hell mm-hmm. yeah, my um, man. Well done. That's big. Um, all right. Are you ready for your mind to be blown? I don't yeah. know if you guys oh, know this. Oh, here or not. we go. So go John Travolta, Bill Murray, and Chevy Chase all turned down the role of Forrest Gump. Really? I just can't imagine it. Yeah. Right. right? Uh, but then on that. And then on that, um, it is a completely different movie with any of those yeah. guys. Right, but, yeah. Yeah, but I've got more. I've got more. So, Go on. so Ice Cube, Dave don't Chappelle, and David Alan Greer, who you might not know, David Alan Greer no, by I face. Know. I'm very well aware of who he is. Yeah. But no, David no Alan Greer is the the cop from Jumanji. I'm gonna have to look it up. Uh, you know who he is. You know who he is. If you saw him, He's they turned out. They all turned down the role of Bubba. So it was offered and they've all turned it down. Uh, And then for Jenny, Uh, um, Jodie Foster, Nicole Kidman and Demi Moore all turned down the role of Jenny. Wow. Wow. They must be regretting it so much. Um, And here's a little fun fact for you to add to the side as we're talking about, uh, as we're talking about obviously characters. Uh, This particular person auditioned for the role of Bubba, obviously didn't get it, but it was actually Tupac. (laughs) <laughs> oh wow Okay yeah. That's All a little right. bit of a weird Shit. fun fact for you Wow um, Yeah and I've almost done What I also did love And this isn't really sort of a fun fact um, But I love the random cameos by Mary Ellen Trainer, uh, Which is number one And I also love the uh, the cameo by uh, Siobhan What is her name? I had it written down Siobhan Siobhan Fallon Hogan. So Siobhan Fallon Hogan, if you guys have seen Men in Black, is um, the farmer's wife. Oh, right at the start. Right at the start. Who who does she play in Forrest Gump? She plays the bus driver. Oh, Oh. um, what's her name? Darlene Doris. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dorothy. Dorothy. Dorothy Harris. Um, But yeah, she's she's the wife in uh, in Men in Black. Um, And... uh, the other one that I was talking about is Mary Ellen Trainer. Um, Adam, you might know her better from Lethal Weapon. Ooh. Um, but more importantly, um, she's the um, she's the uh, the psychiatrist in Lethal Weapon, the one oh, that Riggs yep, goes and sees. Yep, 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 yep. Um, but she's also the mum in Goonies. Oh wow! Ah. Right, so yeah, so the random cameo that she actually plays in the movie that I don't, you'd blink and you'd miss it, but um, when Little Forest gets dropped off by Jenny's ma- or Jenny's Jenny's friend, mm-hmm. that's her. Oh, so okay. when you rewatch, if you ever find yourself rewatching it, pay yeah, attention yeah. to the lady that's dropping off uh, Little Forest and says, "I can't stay. I've got to. I've got to go." Gotta and go. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. That's the random random cameo by Mary Ellen Trainer. 
who is better known from The Goonies and uh, Lethal Weapon. That is a bizarre and deep cut, Lee, but we are totally covering The Goonies at some point. 100%. Um, okay, let's take a look at scores for the movie out of five. What do you give it, Lee? It's four and a half for me. Ooh, I thought I was being generous. I'm a four out of five. I'm a four and a half. Oh, guys. So, movies in a row oh. that we've just agreed on. Yeah, what? maybe I need to step it up a what bit. I feel like hell? I'm the harsh person no, here, good, aren't I? You, you need to be harsh. Yeah. Don't worry, wait till we do some of your choices, Josie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, what's, the, what's the total there? That's so IMDb have it as 8.8. 8.8 out of 10? Or, or 88%. 88%, yes, And our, our, little, our little crew have actually just marked it 86% or 86.5%. What is it out of 15? That's uh, 13 out of 15. Okay. Right, that's close. Yeah, that's that's close. I would say that's a that's a recommendation. That's a solid recommendation. That's a solid right recommendation. There. Yeah, 100%. I'd be shocked if someone has not seen like Forrest Gump. Yeah, though. look, I think if we were actually to do like the uh, the the Family Feud surveys um, and actually walk around to a hundred people and say, "Hey, have you seen Forrest Gump?" I don't think I'd come across any out of those hundred that haven't, unless they were like twelve. Yeah, I would say you. Hmm, yeah, let me preface that by saying I don't think any adult has not seen it. Yeah, yeah that's better. Fair bump. That's definitely. Fair. Look, if you haven't seen it, go check it out because it really is a masterpiece of a movie. There's a reason why it won so many awards. Even if it doesn't seem like your cup of tea, there's bound to be something in there that is for you because it really does take you on a journey. It's an amazing movie by some incredible, incredible talented people. Uh, yeah, Forrest Gump. Uh, according to us, we say uh, go check it out. And if you've seen it or haven't seen it in a while, go watch it again. Yeah, you might change your mind like I did. It is a movie you could watch time and time again, like we said. The one thing that I am going to leave with is is especially about Forrest Gump, and it's not always necessarily the case, with especially with early 90 films, 80s films, etc. It holds up. Definitely holds up. 2023, you watch it now, it's just as good as it was in 1994 when it was released. Um, But you watch a a 1994 film with, you know, average average cinematics or average special effects, it sort of doesn't Mm. really hold up as well. There's great settings as well. Yeah, everything about it holds up as far Mm. as I'm concerned. Yeah, definitely. And it's more of a uh, period piece of the past than it is in the yeah. 90s. Like even the stuff that's set in the 90s isn't very 90s-esque, you know. Yeah. It's not like mm-hmm. an episode of Friends or something. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. With, yeah. all, the, with all the leather jackets and terrible haircuts. Yeah, exactly. But uh, nonetheless, Forrest Gump, amazing movie. Uh, hopefully you like it as much as we do. But until next time, thank you so much for joining us for Two Guys, A Girl and A Movie Podcast. I'm Adam. I'm Josie. And I'm Lee. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for joining See ya, us. Bye.